you're having a dinner party. It's last mm-hmm. minute. You've realized the cocktail I'm making. This this happens to Bobby all the time. The specialty cocktail that Josh is making. We're missing an item. We're missing a piece. And it can't be. Su- There's no substitutes. We have to go yeah. to the liquor store. But we don't we have, have time. We have to get this particular vermouth or amaro. But we can't leave because the oven's on. What are you going to do? What's the solution? What would you do? DoorDash. Because I know that I can get local restaurants, local stores, local establishments and get it to my apartment in no time. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, here's to alcohol delivers with DoorDash. Getting ready to host, looking to celebrate a special night in, what about a bottle of wine to pair with dinner or some beer to go with your chips and dip? No matter the occasion, if drinks are called for, DoorDash has you covered. And then you know what? You tip right within the app. They get 100% of the tip. You got to tip your DoorDash drivers always. So save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code WHO24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Term supply must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Delivery and promotions available only in select markets. You will drain it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And we're going on tour. Buy tickets to our show, whoweekly.us slash live. It's a Squarespace. Just click on the button that says live and you can buy tickets. That's easy. Do that. Right? Yeah. Go come see us on tour. Vaccinations required. Get out of the window. Everyone out of the window. Come to a safe and welcoming environment with lots of laughs. You know who can come to our show now? Who? Carl Cook. Carl Cook (laughs) is now free to come to our show because he has divorced Kaylee Cuoco. I'd argue they've divorced each other. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just thought it would be more believable for Carl Cook to come to our show than Kaylee Cuoco. I wanted to say that Kaylee would come. You're right. Kaylee's not coming, but Carl... Carl Carl what was else looking does he for an, He was looking for an excuse to come this whole time, and now finally he can come to the show. Like an equestrian, they have time, don't they? Isn't no, that oh, one no. thing? They have horses and time. That's what equestrians have. They have horses, time, and family money. If Carl doesn't <laughs> buy a VIP ticket to our show, I'm going to be super pissed. I love the way that this divorce was covered with like a one-two punch, since now Kaylee Cuoco is, uh, you know, she had her big post-Big Bang TV hit with... Uh, the flight attendant that people seem to really love and it was like a fun new side of her we loved the flight attendant we love Kaylee Cuoco in it so you had the initial shock of like a celebrity divorce between someone we know and someone we don't that's a little sad and then instantly the one-two punch was the money's gonna be okay (laughs) they had an ironclad prenup everyone I would argue that in my quick little scanning more people wrote headlines about the prenup than they wrote about the actual divorce understand i do think that there's like the, the things that people know about kelly cuoco is that she's very rich but then he's also very rich <laughs> so mm-hmm. i don't really know like, anyways i was kind of sad about this if only because they seemed like a goofy couple and that what they had in common was animals which mm-hmm. is like a nice cute. a nice commonality for her and also they had that meeting where he didn't know where she was who she was which i'm like which i believe okay i could i could believe that right at a certain point so they had that nice connection, but also the other interesting thing about them is, I don't know if you remember this, but there was a lot of like reporting about it because of course it like freaked people out. They weren't living together for a while. Like they got married, then they were like living separately because oh, right. of I remember work that. and they, they were married a year and a half, but they were living separately. And then they finally, because of the quarantine, moved in together. So they kind of had like a, a pseudo uh, COVID breakup. Because COVID forced them to live together, which is, as we know, a very uh, inconvenient <laughs> situation. Sometimes married right? celebrities don't like living together. Sometimes married non-celebrities married don't like don't living like together. Don't like together. <laughs> Anyways, I just think it was just interesting because, of course, everybody brought that up because that was like a question that she had answered. Like, oh, we weren't living together. We're so crazy. We're so kooky. And they're like, <laughs> the other shady thing. This is like, this is the most shady thing that people brought up, which was, what was Kaylee Cuoco doing for the past few months? Shooting Flight Attendant Season 2? No, she's shooting a, she was shooting a rom-com. 
She's shooting the rom-com with with. Pete Davidson. So she's been posting all these cute pictures of her and Pete Davidson, like semi-promoting this upcoming rom-com called Meet Cute. And everyone's like, (laughs) not meeting cute on the set of Meet Cute. Oh, God. What what is the opposite of a meat cute? Like meat hideously, meat badly. <laughs> they had a meat badly on the set of they meat cute. A, they had a meat hideous. A <laughs> meat hideous. <laughs> oh God, not a meat hideous on the set of meat cute. I mean, I'm just saying that people are people are asking questions. The people are talking. About it. <laughs> the people are talking. People are talking. Yeah. The people are talking. In typical high-profile celebrity breakup fashion, we had the party line, which is the official statement, which was... As you he- as he reads this, think about how many questions it refuses to answer, or just like it just tells uh-huh. you no information. Read I'm gonna it. add Sorry. I'm gonna add horses neighing to the background of this when I when I edit no. this. No. <laughs> Despite a deep love and respect for one another, we have realized that our current paths have taken us in opposite directions. Easy to do when you're both on a horse. We have both shared so much of our journey publicly, so while we would prefer to keep this aspect of our personal life private, we wanted to be forthcoming in our truth together. That is the most woo-woo sentence I've ever heard. There is no anger or animosity, quite the contrary. We have made this decision together through an immense amount of respect and consideration for one another and request that you do the same in understanding that we will not be sharing any additional details or commenting further. So this, of course, gave the green light to their friends to anonymously talk to people and say things like, the split seems very sudden. It's pretty shocking. And then someone else said, in the beginning of the summer, Kaylee seemed very happy with Carl. They were affectionate and seemed great. I'm telling you. That's what people, that's why people are saying the Pete Davidson stuff, not to really dig in, but like because she started filming with him and like not that long ago and it was kind of sudden and they're calling this sudden. I just am cracking up Mm -hmm. because I'm like, has there ever, as you were reading that, I was like, has there ever been like a, like a statement that is like, we hate each other? There's never been, it's only, you only give a statement like that when things are, you want people to think that things are fine. Mm -hmm. You're never like, we just want to, you know, let everyone know that we're breaking up. We fucking hate each other's guts. <laughs> I think uh, we think each other is disgusting. We will not be working this out. And <laughs> please respect <God>. our privacy. <laughs> After living together for three years and being married for four, I have decided that I can no longer stand the sight of Carl Cook. <laughs> His body repulses me. Just being near him makes me sick. I started sleeping in the barn. I refuse to be near that man. In a joint statement, Phoebe Dynava and Ariana Grande said... <laughs> no, no they said they said no girl no. girl no <laughs> okay the other extremely funny thing about this is that simultaneously as releasing the like oh they're breaking up us weekly decided to dig in a little further by releasing alongside who is carl cook five things to know about kelly cuoco's estranged husband because they were like you clearly don't know who this man is still you know you meaning like the people he's so rich (laughs) number three is he comes from a very wealthy family (laughs) you thought coco money was cuckoo cook money is even cuckooer that's why they were such a good match because she had the cash and he had even more cash. His father found it into it, the TurboTax software. TurboTax. And so quick, when you do your taxes like with TurboTax, which you shouldn't because they steal your money. You're buying him another horse. You're yeah, buying him another that's, horse. You should hear the sound of nays in the distance because that means Carl <laughs> Cook is riding away with another stallion purchased with your hard-earned cash. He just purchased so much more hay to feed his very rich horses. <laughs> So much more hay. <laughs> they are billionaires. How much hay can you buy with $6 billion? Think about that. That's a ton of hay. Okay, what else is going on? Speaking of a ton of hay, just kidding. There's, we should always do speaking of, but make it like not related so that when it, it just That's never fun. ever makes sense. So that if we cut the following segment, it will be equally absurd. Speaking of a ton of hay, Nicole Scherzinger is getting sued. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole Scherzinger is getting sued. <laughs> Tell me about this lawsuit. It's so funny. Okay, so they reunited the Pussycat dolls. Is there a new iteration you have to add a pause there? <laughs> the Pussycat dolls. Well, I forgot if it was girls or dolls, which is where I'm at this morning. I thought it was, at first I was like, is it girls? Like Powder Puff Girl, Powerpuff Girls dolls? Mm-hmm. They reunited the Pussycat dolls. They put out one honestly iconic single, React, is like secretly a banger. Every time I leave. I hang up the phone, you call me back 
They came back, they put out one like legendary song and then like poof disappeared. It's almost like somebody, aka Nicole Singer, Sir Singer, changed her mind. Uh-huh. It's a very it's telling, you know? Mm-hmm. Because I think all the other girlies were like ready to go. And Let's Nicole was this. like, right. I'd rather just like go do something else or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'd rather go star in Annie Live. She's not in Annie Live, but I just. She could wait, be. Is she in Annie Live? No, she is. No. Oh, we, we joke that she was in Annie Live, but she's not. You joked that she was the dog. <laughs> <laughs> she's worn animal makeup before. She's been in cats. I'm yeah. just saying it wouldn't be that much of a stretch. I know. It's like Zoe Saldana has been blue, green. Like she's been every color. Like Nicole Scherzinger she is going to be blue. every domestic animal. Okay, she has been blue and green. She has been blue and green. Okay, so back to Nicole Scherzinger. Oh, her mm-hmm. name has Singer in it. Did you know that? Her name's like Gwen Singer, but it's like Nicole Scherzinger. It doesn't have Singer in it. It has Zinger in it, which would be funny if she were a comedian because she makes Zingers. But really, she's a singer. And I don't think Nicole Scherzinger has a sense of humor. <laughs> okay, so here we go. She's getting sued because the woman who invented... First of all, inventing a girl group and like being the creator is like so passe. First of all, I just want to say like, oh my God, like Simon Cowell, Lou, Lou Diamond Reed. What's his name? Lou. He went to jail for he created NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. You're confusing Lou Diamond Phillips, (laughs) Lou Reed and Lou Pearlman. Lou Pearlman. (laughs) Anyways, he's like all these like scammers who like create girl and boy groups. Like we're past that. This is the 20th century, 21st century. (laughs) We don't deal with that anymore. No. Anyways, Robin Anton is the creator of the Pussycat Dolls, okay? Mm-hmm. Robert Ant. She's a choreographer because she's, she yeah, made, she's a choreographer. She made the Pussycat Dolls the show. She made the burlesque show and then the girl group came out of that show, if you recall. Yes. So she was helping put together the tour, I guess, and the reboot of the band, uh, band in loose terms, and the group. Nicole said, "I will not be going on tour with this group until I get the majority of the share in funds and a complete creative control in the relaunch which she deserves <laughs> does she though i mean like okay sure she does she deserves to sing 60 majority share of the songs but does she deserve majority creative control if this other woman is the one who created the like the concept of the pussycat dolls i think so i think nicole scherzinger has been scorned so many times and should demand what she wants and just see what happens. Anton also claims that she and Scherzinger came to the original deal in 2019 with Dockett stating the agreement had Scherzinger getting 49% in a memorandum of understanding. Bitch, sign a document. Don't give me memorandum of understanding. I'm not even a lawyer and I know that that's a dangerous. <laughs> like, would you handshake over it? <laughs> no, they both did like a dance. They both did a quick little dance. <laughs> like a two-step. A little kick. And it was official. Anton adds Scherzinger demanded to renegotiate in the terms of the MOU. Scherzinger now allegedly wants to be a 75% owner with the final decision-making authority, and she's refusing to participate in the tour otherwise. To be fair, to your point that she should just get all of this, if she doesn't participate, there is no tour. It's not working. There is That's no what union. I mean. Because right. it's she's not like Little Mix line. or, like, if, if this were Little Mix, if this were Fifth Harmony, like... You could cut one of them out and still make your way across the stage and make it happen. But Nicole is the Pussycat Dolls. You know, like, not every group has a lead who is as defined. It also just shows, though, that the Pussycat Dolls is such an entity outside of Nicole. I'm surprised she even wanted to go back and do it at all because they clearly own all the music. They own all of the, like, dance. They own all the look. They, like, literally, she she actually literally owns nothing of (laughs) that group. Mm-hmm. And also, but the idea is that as an audience, we still need her. They still need her if they're going to call this thing a band. The minute they stop calling it a band, the minute they say, oh, it's a show again. Oh, we're doing a mm-hmm. review. Then you don't have to have Nicole Scherzinger. But if we're talking about Scherzinger, you got to have Nicole Scherzinger. Scherzinger. Okay, I'm doing Scherzinger. Because if you say it really fast, it's like singing. If you have Nicole Scherzinger singing, you need Nicole Scherzinger. I was back on the Pussycat Dolls Wikipedia, and I was reminded of one of my favorite infographics in all of Wikipedia. And it is the <laughs> Pussycat Dolls member timeline. You know, they usually do this with like... Oh, you're obsessed with the member timeline. You can see how long one particular actor stayed on a long-running show, group, whatever it is. And the, the member timeline on Pussycat Dolls has all six of the members... 
Scherzinger, Bakar, Roberts, Sutta, Thornton, and Wyatt. And it has the timeline, the X-axis the X -axis is going from 2003 to 2021, okay? Okay. All six of them begin, the Y-axis is the, the women, all six of them, the dolls, begin in 2003. And their red lines, all of them extend to, the, to 2008 when Bakar leaves. Then Scherzinger, Roberts, Sutta, Thornton, and Wyatt continue on until 2010. In 2010, Roberts, Sutta, Thornton, and Wyatt drop off. So from 2010 to 2011, Nicole Scherzinger is the only pussycat doll. <laughs> She's a solo act for one year. And this, according to this chart, the pussycat dolls was only Nicole Scherzinger from 2010 to 2011. I mean, it makes sense that they tried to make that happen because that's what she wanted all along. And they said, okay, girly, we'll just give you some backup dancers. And like you try and make this work by yourself. Then she turned out she didn't want it at all. She wanted to become a major Broadway actor. Speaking of major Broadway actors, Mark Ronson married a gummer. Pop quiz, which gummer did Mark Ronson marry? I think it's Grace. But the problem with the gummers is you can't you can't say, oh, he married Grace Gummer. You have to say he married newsroom gummer. You have to mm -hmm. you have to distinguish there is newsroom gummer, there is Ricky and the Flash gummer. There are mm -hmm. two gummers. You have to know which gummer. You have to know your gummers. I have suffered from not knowing my gummers for many years now. In fact, I wrote about not knowing my gummers in Vulture. I have not known my gummers since 2013 at this point. Mm -hmm. So he married newsroom gummer, not Ricky and the Flash gummer. He married newsroom gummer. Okay. We're not calling them Grace or Mamie ever again. We're calling them Newsroom Gummer and Ricky and the Flash Gummer. Mm -hmm. Mark Ronson marries Newsroom Gummer. Meryl Streep is his mother-in-law, which is just a wild thing to say. Don and... is his father-in-law. No last name, just Don. <laughs> which is not as wild of a thing to say because it's just kind of a normal thing to say that Don is his father-in-law. <laughs> and he wrote a very sweet note. He posted a picture. He wrote a very sweet note to my truest love, out of nowhere. I agree. That really was out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. You made 45 hands down the greatest year of my life. And I'm sure it took me 45 years to become the man worthy of your love. Mm -hmm. I hope I spent every one of these birthdays by your side till my last day and beyond. Forever and ever yours. And yes, we got married. I just thought mm -hmm. it was funny that he... I mean, I think it's sweet and also funny that he was like, yes, obviously it took me 45 years to become like a person worthy of you. Because like I'm getting married at 45. It's a little older than even mm -hmm. I expected. And you know, he had to do something very elegant and good because whenever your mother-in-law is Meryl Streep, you kind of have to step up your game. Oh, you got to step it up. If he had married Kaylee Cuoco, do you think he would have left such a heartfelt message, a, such a copy edited message? <laughs> or do you think it would have been a first draft? That's what we call Wait, her. You think First if he married Kelly Cuoco, he would have left. <laughs> you think if he married Kelly Cuoco, he would have left a shittier message? <laughs> I think when you marry someone who is related to Meryl Streep, and Meryl Streep will always be part of your narrative in the press, you have to do several revisions. You think you would have A lot of people like, are first draft marriages. He's like, I know? thought it took 45 years, but you big bang banged into my life. <laughs> exactly. And I hope to attend to your every need. Mm -hmm. as he would, we yeah, he would use puns that didn't quite make our sense. Way <laughs> exactly. through life. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that on paper, it's sort of like, whoa, that's so weird. But it doesn't really linger with you, you know? Like, it comes and goes. You're like, that's crazy. And then you instantly forget that it happened. <laughs> like, yeah. they, we knew they were together a few months ago. And then I completely forgot until they got married. And I was like, yet again, that's crazy. And now I will lose it. The most interesting thing about this is not even that she married Mark Ronson, which is actually just kind of sweet and like somewhat normal because who do you think you fucking meet in the industry? It's like she, of course she married Mark Ronson. Who else does she hang out with? It's like Mark Ronson types, mm -hmm. you know, like that's what I mean. But the the more kind of like kooky thing was that she was married for three months a year ago. To Tay Strathairn. I almost said Tay's on day. To Tay Strathairn. To, to David Strathairn's son, Tay, which is like such a random thing because... We were watching Silkwood Silk the other night, and guess who is in Silkwood? That's right, Meryl Streep and David Strathern. A young David Strathern is in Silkwood. They and absolutely. Also, the other thing was crazy. Was <laughs> they Meryl absolutely looks fucked. like Gummers? She looks like both Gummers, but she—I mean, she looks like insanely like her daughters in that movie. Yeah. It's un—it's—it's it's uncanny. Don's like, DNA, at least were, the. At least yeah. the physical parts of the DNA, like, did not translate. No. 
Meryl's genes like eight dawns in the womb. Like there are there is no remnant of dawn within the looks of the Gummer girls. Mm-hmm. Both mm-hmm. in They're his room and Ricky in the Flash. They're exclusively Meryl. So what are these other fun facts about Tay Straight there and that you have here, which I completely oh my God, didn't realize? Nothing. I mean, it's just so ridiculous. It's like the funny thing about Tay Straythern, who was married to um to newsroom gummer for three months is one he's in the band Dawes with Mandy Moore's husband. Uh-huh. I, think I don't we've even talked understand. About we have. And then the other funny thing is on IMDB it says trivia. Did you know? Brother of Ebby Strather. <laughs> his only trivia it's like nothing has made me close a tab faster than did you know brother of ebby straight there just saying i don't know how we got here anyways the gummers have in meryl streep's son-in-law is none other than mark ronson and that makes samantha ronson absolutely nothing (laughs) right Wait, I was just thinking about that. No, you Samantha don't get Ronson. anything. There are now two J- now there are now two DJs in Meryl Streep's family. <laughs> <laughs> and her you son know is she's a musician. complaining to Don. You know she's complaining to Don, like, oh, we do not need these two DJs in What's our family. What's his name? What is her son's her name, son. the musician? Harry. Yeah. Isn't he Oh Henry. Harry. Henry Gummer. Henry. Henry Gummer. But he goes Henry by Henry Gummer. Wolf, understandably. He goes by Singer Gummer. <laughs> Nicole I'm Singer Gummer. These are my sisters, Newsroom and Ricky in the Flash. <laughs> Son Gummer. But then there's Model Gummer, who is Louisa, remember her? Model Gummer is completely I, different. You said remember her? I had completely forgotten her. She's going to be Gilded Age Gummer because she's starring in an HBO show starring Christine Baranski and Cynthia Nixon called The Gilded Age. So now so we, we got have Gilded Age oh Gummer. God. Oh my God, they're all HBO stars because Newsroom Gummer, Ricky and the Flash Gummer is also technically True Detective Season 3 Gummer. And then Ricky you have the Gilded Flash Age is just, Gummer. How is Ricky and the Flash HBO just streaming on HBO? True Detective Season 3 Gummer. No, she's, she's, don't confuse me. I Mamie only Gummer know them is as in Ricky. True Detective Season 3. Okay, I just, you need to, we need to define, okay, so are we not calling her Ricky and the Flash Gummer? Well, I'm just saying if you want to keep it all in the HBO family, we've got okay. Gilded Age Gummer, True Detective Season 3 Gummer, and Newsroom Gummer. Oh my God. Louisa's in Gilded Age? Yeah, whatever that is. That. I have, I can't wait for that. Can't. I cannot. <laughs> Can't wait. Cynthia Nixon in the Gilded Age. Mm-hmm. Oh, Julian Fellows. It's Julian Fellows. In the Gil- oh, Cynthia Nixon doing like Downton Abbey drag. Oh, I Carrie Coons in it as well. Carrie Coons. It's speaking like a vaguely British. Mm-hmm. Oh, can't wait. We're going to tell you about a new show called Jocular, hosted by ER Fightmaster, whom we've talked about on the podcast before, T.N. Tran and Katie Kershaw. They're comedians, they're writers, and they're also best friends who are obsessed with women's sports. Kind of like I'm becoming obsessed with women's sports. <laughs> you sort are. Sort of. Kind you of. Are. A little you bit. Are. You are. They're exploring all things queer, trans, and women-focused in the world of sports. And in each episode, they'll cover the latest games, debate pressing issues, and review how they're all really horny for basically everyone in the game. This is every time I talk to someone who's a fan of women's sports, like a genuine fan of women's sports, not like a newbie like me. They're like, horny, 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 horny. I'm horny for all of them. I know. They're always crushing on people in the game. But that's why it's like we need a podcast that's not us to kind of tell us what we're supposed to care about, who we're supposed to care about, who's hot and who's sexy and who we're paying attention to. Yes, and that's what Jocular is for. Friends and experts will join to share their takes on sports ranging from women's basketball to soccer to power slapping. I don't even know what power slapping is, but I'm in. So tune in every Friday for new episodes of Jocular on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts now. Speaking of vaguely British, you got some relationship news. Brief Niall brief. Horan, brief. Niall Horan is dating a woman named Amelia Woolley. Amelia Woolley. These One Direction boys love to date a woman named Amelia Woolley, <laughs> who's a fashion buyer. They love plucking out exactly this type of lady. They love to date a 24-year-old fashion buyer. Niall's the one you like. You stand Niall. I love Oh, I stand Niall. Niall's my favorite. Harry who, okay. in my opinion. No. Harry who, Liam wishes. Disgusting. Zane <laughs> forgot about him. All gone. Niles number when one. When we say. Who's the other like, one that we just, we, we forgot that, one of them. The really, who's when the one we, we forgot? Louis, oh no. Louis. Louis. Oh yeah, bye. You love Niall. Because he had the best thing. He had a really good solo career. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. He seems like the one I get along with the best, you know? He would love to go to the pub with you. I think he's Irish. Yeah, I'd love to go to the pub with Niall. Oh, that'd be yeah. fun. Okay, Kristen Cavallari, listen to this. Kristen Cavallari, okay. Cav- Cavallari, listening. excuse me. Kristen Cavallari is dating this guy named Chase Rice. And this was, I thought of you when God. I was like Googling Chase Rice. Because Ugh. you know when you know when you do that that noise you make where you're like, oh, 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 Like I had, the, I had that when I was Googling Chase did Rice. Kept, did like, you keep oh, seeing oh, stuff? Oh. You kept yes. seeing stuff. Yeah. So the first one they met through a mutual friend in Nashville, which I love that they're just, they just get that out of the way where it's like, how'd they meet? Mutual friend. Love it. Believe it. Nashville is like 99% Kristen Cavallari's and country stars. I'm just saying mm-hmm. it's not surprising to me that she ended up with some like, I'm sorry, C-list country guy that I've never heard of, but like vaguely have heard of. First, I was like, uh, because I always sort of think that Kristen Cavallari is going to shock the nation by saying I'm back with Jay, you know, because they no, have such not. a weird she's freaky not. deaky relationship. Remember when they posted that photo like, we oh, well, stand together against trolls. the haters or whatever. Well, because they're both, they're both and like, they're co-parents. They, they don't. They're like they're like mm, fuck the trolls, fuck the haters. But Jay is like actually like bad. He's like bad news. He's out here being like, oh vaccines. Like he's like really. But I think that Kristen's attracted to bad news. Bad boys. It's like doom bad scrolling boys. as a relationship strategy. <laughs> okay, all right, go back to so what you're doing. Their relationship isn't exclusive just yet, according to a source in the Daily Mail. And then I see okay. this. He first came to prominence in 2010 when he was a contestant on Survivor Nicaragua, where he was the runner-up, okay? He was the runner-up in Survivor Nicaragua only, in 2010. I'm sorry, but only country music can be sustained on the backs of people who were the runner-ups on Survivor. It's like, what's next, Chase Rice? A country music career? Exactly, a country music career. He had a failed football career because he got an injury and so he couldn't he like looks like a quarterback or looks like a linebacker he looks like he holds the football in some way love to hear it anyway but then he had an injury which i'm like again i love when people stop playing football thrilled so he starts survivor he almost wins then he's like i can write country music not only does he write country music he co-writes cruise the florida georgia line song right not cruise that's a great song Which has sold so many copies that he probably made such good money on this song, right? Then he's like, I don't have to just write country music. I'll perform country music. And now that I have buds in the FGL house, now that I have like a bedroom in the FGL house, I'm going to release a song and FGL house is going to participate. And that song came out this year and it is called Drinking Beer, Talking God, Amen, featuring Florida Georgia Line. You have to hear. Let Let me guess how the chorus goes. We're drinking beer. We're talking God. Amen. Like something you're like so, that. You're so close. Listen to this. <laughs> it needs like another thing though. When the world's gone crazy, man, it all makes sense sitting here drinking beer, talking God, amen. Sitting here oh, drinking beer, talking here. God, amen. So yes. you know how I said it was missing a third? It needs to be like drinking beer, talking God, baby, amen. So it's sitting here drinking, drinking beer. beer. Talking God. God. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Terrible. Sitting here drinking beer, talking God. Amen. Kristen Cavallari's like, I prefer to stand. I only drink wine. I don't believe in God, and I'm going to bed. (laughs) 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 Uh, So that's who she is allegedly dating. Uh, It's pretty funny. Pretty funny. Pretty Pretty funny. funny. Chase Rice. Perfect name. Can you believe his name is Chase Rice and he has a song called Drinking Beer, Talking God, Amen? It reminds me of Chase Dreams, which is the fake name of the Justin Bieber character on Two of of Us, Two of Them. The other two. Lindsay, I have a big question for you. Yeah. I saw that Stormzy, a rapper who I know, is dating Amber Gill, who's a reality star you know? Tell me about Amber Gill. Amber won Love Island a few seasons ago. She's a Love Island she winner. Won. She was a fan favorite. This guy, she won with this guy named Greg. They obviously didn't last. He was in the Olympics. I don't know how this is all good. He was in the he Olympics plays rugby. for some reason. He went to the Olympics, but they were already broken up. She's Amber. A rugby player named Greg O'Shea. I'm going to Google Images. He's hot. She was a fan favorite. She won Love Island. <laughs> and she remained. <laughs> you made the noise. She Good dumped or bad. this guy? He's, That's interesting. Yeah, he's hot, right? Yeah, okay. The, this is great because she's kind of like an A-listian a reality star in the UK. And Stormzy, who I feel like is definitely A-list UK, but like certainly has not broken out over here. Mm-hmm. 
this is a perfect pairing. Like, they must be going crazy across the pond for these two. I love the way this was confirmed, too, because it's like she was at a festival where he was performing, but she was in the VIP section. And it's like the way this is written about is very like we read some tweets and have to act like... We did reporting. Fellow festival goers started to jump to conclusions after they spotted Amber, who won Love Island back in 2019, alongside Irish rugby player Greg O'Shea, watching Stormzy perform during the lead section of the Two City Festival. Festival goers have suggested the pair could be dating, as the show's organizers traditionally only allow close contacts of performers to watch them from the side of the stage. What? That's the only confirmation. Wait, they weren't spotted together. They weren't holding hands. They weren't smooching. She was literally just watching his concert from the VIP section. But Lindsay, festival goers have suggested the pair could be dating as show organizers traditionally only allow close contacts of performances to I'm watch pissed. them from the side of the stage. This is bullshit. The mirror, go fuck yourself. This, there's no evidence. This is not evidence. I was like, who else has Stormzy dated? Didn't we talk about him recently? He dated Maya Jama. Maya Jama, who's now dating Kyle, uh, Kendall Jenner's ex, which Kendall is why we Jenner's talked about ex. her. Kendall Jenner's ex. Kendall Jenner's ex. I believe it, though. I don't need physical connection. I don't need PDA if you have the side of the stage. I believe the festival goers who have suggested the pair could be dating SO organizers traditionally only allow close contacts of performers to watch them from the side of the stage. Oh my god, stop saying that. Stop saying that. Next dating news, Reggae Jean Page is dating a woman named Emily Brown, who's essentially... Wait, but didn't we just... Didn't, wasn't he dating someone else when, like, a long... She was a mystery woman at first, and now she's a copywriter. Okay, okay cool, she's a copywriter. Okay, let's move on. Antonia Banderas is dating a woman named Nicole Kimple. Who, what? love i love this woman nicole kimple okay why nicole kimple because she saved his life she saved antonio banderas's life she saved his life she just gave him an aspirin well aspirin saves lives (laughs) oh my god okay well she she saved his life he was like i don't feel well something's wrong she bought an aspirin he took the aspirin and he woke up he was like fuck i'm having a heart attack the aspirin as the blood thinner Aspirin saves lives. When you have an older boyfriend, you got to make sure they don't have a heart attack. That's a when you have an older thing. boyfriend, keep aspirin in the house. <laughs> keep you know? aspirin in your palm just to make sure. Just keep it in your pocket. I mean, I should keep, keep aspirin you. in the house. I don't have aspirin Why? in the house. Oh, that's crazy. Why not? It's great for headaches. I know I should have aspirin. And for heart attacks. So you, do you want to talk about Garrett Morosky and Sarah Emig? Well, they're truly two who's, and I thought you'd enjoy that. Like, you don't know any of those people, do you? Yeah, tell me about they're them. They're both like reality... Garrett Morofsky won F Boy Island, the show that like nobody actually watched. Oh, he was won on it. HBO Max. Yeah, I started he and I was like, it. you know what? Never mind. The one of the girlies chose him to be the the her boyfriend, and he said, "And now, bitch, I'm taking hundred thousand dollars." So he actually oh, he won was an F Boy. <laughs> he was an F Boy. Oh, that's funny. <sighs> but what's weird about that show? With, that I barely watched towards the end they knew that the boys some of the boys were F boys but they were like we're reforming like I came into this competition as an F boy but I met you but then you are an F boy because you lied the whole time and then you took the money mm-hmm. isn't that so funny I just thought that this show was funny because it had multiple layers where it was like okay so we thought this show was originally to find out who were the F boys and who were the good guys then we revealed all the F boys and the girl still chose one who was an F boy proving that you really can't win can you so this guy says I'm taking $100,000 goes off the show then he starts dating Jake Paul's ex-girlfriend hers, whose name <laughs> is Mia Francis who was also at one point dating Harry Jowsey, who was dating that girl, Francesca, who is bisexual, who was dating a girl. It's literally the same pool of people. Now I all these see. people are getting thrown into the same pool of I kind see. of like reality show losers who just like date each other to stay relevant and keep their names in TMZ, which they're doing a good job of because I'm reading this in TMZ. So props, you know? Yeah. Moving on really quickly. This wasn't in here, <laughs> no. but you texted it to me and I love it. Chris Pine... My number one fave showed off his flexible physique while vacationing on a yacht off Italy's picturesque Amalfi Coast, dot, 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 before taking a trip ashore with a mystery blonde. Chris Pine has a mystery blonde. Do you know Chris Pine's mystery blonde? Email tips of the dailymail.com. Did you refresh the article today? Did they? <laughs> yeah, I refreshed maybe they it this morning. Her. It's gone. No, there's no idea. You refresh it every 10 minutes. I, it's, on mm-hmm. a, it's on an auto refresh, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but I don't tab. care about the mystery blonde. So <laughs> moving on, we have a section I'm going to call gay rights. Just a couple things. Gay, for gay rights. rights. Gay rights. gay rights. We have we have three instances, two instances of gay rights. Of gay rights. Three instances, instances of, gay, of rights. gay rights. One instance of gay rights. Jordan Barrett married Fernando Casablancas, which 
isn't super notable. So it's just like models. It's it's models. That's who they <laughs> are. They're models. they're two gay male models. Two gay male models who married. Jordan Barrett is not interesting. Fernando Casablancas is interesting because I was like Casablancas. It stands to reason, I don't really hear that last name often, that he's probably related to Julian Casablancas of the Strokes. Turns out I was right. They're brothers. But what they're I brothers. didn't know, that I guess I'm really stupid, they're sort of like air quotes nepotism because their father founded Elite Model Management and his name was John Casablancas and he died like eight years ago. And he was this like very successful entrepreneur who was uh, allegedly responsible for the entire concept of supermodels, like models being cultural figures beyond they just They represented fashion. all of the supermodels. And From the then 80s. you may have heard Elite Model Management because now it's called Elite World Group. And it is mm-hmm. run by Julia Hart, who just got a reality show on Netflix called like... My Orthodox Life. My Orthodox Life that is about how she got into power. So basically what happened was Elite... My Unorthodox elite, Life. Sorry. Oops. <laughs> unorthodox <laughs> Life. My that's, Unorthodox whoops. Life. Because she was Orthodox and now she's not. The, the Elite... Model management was run by uh, Julian Casablancas' father and another guy who then did sexual harassment. And basically the whole thing got sold and unbanded. And now it's Elite World Group, which mm-hmm. was run by this guy who Julia Hart married. His name is mm-hmm. uh, Silvio. Um, Silvio. Silvio. Did, Silvio did a lot of tax fraud, in case you're wondering uh, <laughs> the backstory of Silvio. Silvio uh, bought La Perla. La Perla was being run by Julia Hart at the time after she like escaped Jewish Orthodox life. Whole whole story mm-hmm. you can watch on the reality show, whether you like to or not. I don't really like that show, but that's a whole other thing. And now that's how this all connects kind of together, which is kind of funny. A funny connection, I thought. So this guy, uh, John Casablancas, though, I was reading his obituary in the New York Times, and even though it's 2013, like, recent history, this is how they write about him. I couldn't believe these paragraphs. Beyond his feuds with other agencies, Mr. Casablancas was frequently criticized for having sexual relationships with young models. His public affair with Stephanie Seymour in 1983, when he was 41 and she was 15, ended his second marriage to Jeanette Christensen, former model and this 1965 Miss Denmark, casually calling a sexual relationship with a 15-year-old like, oh, it broke up his like marriage. they dated. I know. <laughs> yeah, they dated. Marie was the guy who co-owned it with him. Basically, both of them were disgusting and did sex assault and then the hammer went down on marie right but that's why elite model management became elite world group like that's why it got like turned over essentially because the two of them anyways wow love a new generation of casablanca's brothers hopefully not repeating their father's mistakes but there were a lot of who's and them's at jordan and fernando's wedding because they're young models and so kate moss was there georgia may jagger was there and jeremy o'harris was there i loved this quote it was very spontaneous but his wedding planner serena cook was able to pull some strings and make sure it was very special since his aussie family couldn't attend champagne and cocktail drinks were flowing it was very relaxed kate parentheses moss brought out the rings and really made sure it was special for him just like kate moss being there delivering the rings Kate moss here like a model alarm and shows up like how does she know where the models are speaking of weird alarms that go off in terms of like random non-who's who were at a whoey wedding garrett clayton disney channel star married blake knight a screenwriter i'm acting like i knew who these people were before i like googled Garrett Clayton was the star of a Disney Channel movie that was way past my time called Teen Beach. Blake Knight is a screenwriter who's written some things I've never heard of, and they've been together for a very long time, but they only recently like came out publicly, and now they're married. He was the star of the that Dave Franco the porn movie uh, King Cobra. Garrett Clayton is like a is like Zac Efron. He in looks another, like Zac Efron. It's but it's like Zac Efron in another galaxy. It's almost mm-hmm. like if Zac Efron took the path less traveled. You know, like mm-hmm. he is the version of Zac Efron that we all thought Zac Efron was, which was like closeted. You know, and mm-hmm. this guy actually played like was a, a singer dancer Disney guy and was closeted the whole time, mm-hmm. and then did like pseudo gay porn with Dave Franco. Like it is the same. It is the Zac Efron. Well, he didn't do that gay porn. Thought. He played a gay porn star in a pretty high profile like. Indie movie. He was also the voice of Diner Dancer in the Oogie Loves in the Big Balloon Adventure, which is one of the biggest flops of all time, which made me laugh. Okay. So the Oogie Loves in the Big Balloon Balloon Adventure. Remember it made like $1 million and it was like very expensive. One of the biggest flops of all time. He was Diner Dancer in the Oogie Loves in the Big Balloon Adventure. Stop it. 
we have this. Stop saying oogie. The couple's close friend, Alicia Silverstone, officiated the ceremony, which was held at a private residence in Los Angeles. (laughs) You can't. What the fuck? Why was Alicia Silverstone (laughs) there? I I realized she was in King Cobra. I think that's how they met. She was in King Cobra. Well, so him and Zac Efron ended up playing, both played Link Larkin. Yes. And that's what a lot of people connect them because they both were in like High School Musical, Teen Beach, which was High School Musical for like kind of the next generation of kids. And then they both played Link Larkin. Both Zac Efron was in the movie and he was in the Hairspray Live, which was on Fox and honestly was a feat. It was a feat. Kiki Palmer in that? A feat. So we also have the boyfriend, excuse me, the husband, Blake Knight, is a aspiring influencer beyond just being a screenwriter. And so he had a YouTube channel that he abandoned eight months ago, but the remnants are still accessible online. And one of them, they did a video with Christy Carlson Romano called Blindfold Charcuterie Taste Test with Christy Carlson Romano and Garrett Clayton. <laughs> and his channel was called A Gay and a Life. Again, it did no, not last long. No, but did you see, he also has a, he, oh, it's not a podcast. I thought it was, it's a, it's a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So he that being posted... an LGBTQ ally, the, the no, thumbnail that says, was... but the <laughs> thumbnail that was... says, the thumbnail that says being an LGBTQ ally is for a video called Blindfold Charcuterie Taste, taste Test. <laughs> what the? <laughs> So I was like, oh, I'm going to find this video about Chrissy Carlson Romano being an LGBTQ ally. But the actual video's content is more about blindfold charcuterie taste testing than it is about allyship. <laughs> so we're going to be doing a really fun taste test today. Okay. But. You want to taste my breast milk? 1,000%. Sure. So then you'll know what it is. Because my breast milk just came in right now as we were talking. Just now. Just now. <laughs> and I'm like, God. have you guys ever had breast milk? Anyway, <laughs> hey, you been... should make your own artisan cheese. I can Garrett has been on three of her videos and in each of those videos on Christy Carlson Romano's channel he's not referred to as Garrett he's referred to as Tanner from Teen Beach Movie which I just thought was so rude Tanner from Teen Beach Movie gets sassy in the kitchen Christy Carlson Romano Tanner from Teen Beach Movie versus Kim Possible Bake Off Tanner reacts to Teen Beach Movie this is on her channel on her channel she only calls him Tanner from Teen Beach Movie on the (laughs) titles But on his channel, they called her Christy Carlson Romano. So well, she's you know she's beyond she's her. Famous. She's beyond. The other thing I think love about this couple is that they the do Disney's. Walt Disney World spawn, which makes sense. Which makes sense. He's a Disney person. Yes, and they got they got a people they got exclusive. people exclusive mm-hmm. representation. Okay, what's the last gay rights? The last gay rights is Colton Underwood vacationed with some guy. So he apparently has a boyfriend or is dating some guy publicly. They went to Hawaii together. It was a mystery man at first, but then he was revealed as a political strategist named Jordan C. Brown. There's a picture of this guy with uh, Pete Buttigieg and Chastin, so I was like, pretty much that confirms everything we need to know about that. Uh, an eyewitness says, they were tanning and swimming. They were very out in the open and not hiding their PDA. They made out and snuggled together on the lounge chairs by the pool. Anyway, now let's move on. Since we're done with gay rights, here's the punchline. Gay wrongs. <laughs> Here's Emily Hampshire on Demi Lovato's podcast talking about a DM slide that didn't go well. Emily Hampshire is someone you may know as Stevie on Schitt's Creek, but she's more than just a talented actor. Can I say how we first met? Not not even met. Yes. Because I think it's really funny. (laughs) Sure, go for it. Go for it. I don't care. So I have to say that you DM'd me and you said... I did. I slid in those DMs. You slid in my DMs and you said, hey, girl, yes. uh, like you on the show, we should kick it sometime. And then, then you said <laughs> below it, you said, and by kick it, I mean like go on a date. I find you attractive or whatever. Like you made it clear that it was a date. Yeah, yeah. And I loved yes. that because I was like, sometimes that's confusing, you know, like, hey. Totally. I'm- decades older than you so kick it I was like looking at (laughs) you said that you also said that you were like I'm decades older I don't think we'll think find the same things funny I was like "Mm, excuse you and I sent you a really good meme you also said think of uh, Sarah Paulson and Holland Taylor (laughs) no then right after you're like I don't mean you're the Holland Taylor it was like 70 something degrees a couple days ago it's time to put our winter weather to bed or in my case under the bed your linens, sweeties. The lin it's time it's linen season, honey. Oh, oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life. Not only am I pulling out my linen 
tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses. I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like, Ooh. everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jackets, sweaters, and hello to shorts, tees, and linen. I know. I should probably buy some linen shorts from Quince. I have a Quince cotton duvet cover that I really like. Ooh. And it's warm. Ooh. It's it's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months, which is sort of where I want my bedding to be, somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle. You and know? you can get premium European linen from blouses, shorts, dresses from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And you get it for a good price because Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands by partnering directly with top factories. They cut out the cost of the middlemen and pass the savings on to I you. I hate middlemen. I and hate Quince middlemen. only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. Speaking of sliding into Emily Hampshire's DMs, Vanessa Hudgens got a speeding ticket. <laughs> Great photos of Vanessa Hudgens speaking to a police officer getting her ticket. I just am like, if you doubted that Vanessa Hudgens was a star, just look at these photos of her getting a speeding ticket. Have you ever seen more flattering photos of anyone doing anything and she's literally getting a speeding ticket? Seriously, if, if I was pulled over getting a speeding ticket and you saw a photo of me like through the window, you would be like, throw this in the trash. You'd be like, <laughs> bury this into the ocean. This is like, no one should see this. Oh, it wasn't a speeding ticket. I was wrong. It was for texting and driving, which is classic Vanessa Hudgens, I will say. Classic Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens flashes a smile as she receives a ticket for texting while driving after a grueling workout. Of course, uh, the Daily Mail paired this with like photos of her workout. Our grueling workout with best buddy Gigi McGree, who I will not Google. I Gigi will McGree not Google comes up Gigi a lot. McGree. People are always calling like, who's Gigi McGree? And I'm like, don't even, don't start. In California, me. it is illegal to use a phone or similar electronic communication device while holding it in your hand. It can only be used in a hands-free manner, such as a speakerphone or voice commands, but never while holding it. I love when Daily Mail like does a Google and adds it to their research. I mean, they're just like informing the public so they don't, you know, text and drive, which is very dangerous. Oh, it's so dangerous. It's so dangerous. I never do it. So moving on, the first time I saw the story about Eunice Benjima sharing DMs between him and Scott. So Disick, funny. So I funny. I completely, for days, I completely misread the DMs. I thought that it was Eunice texting Scott, yo, is this chick okay, bro? Like, what no. is this in the middle of Italy? And then Scott said, doesn't matter to me as long as she's happy. P.S. I ain't your bro. And I was like, why would Eunice share this? It makes him look so bad. And then I realized I was inverting it's it. Scott. It's, it's Scott. It's Scott texting it's Eunice Scott. on Instagram a photo of Travis Barker and Courtney being extremely PDA, saying, yo, is this chick okay, bro? Like, what is this in the middle of Italy? Well, you notice, though, Eunice, uh, who is Courtney... Kardashian's, Kardashian's ex. ex. Long-term ex. They he were doesn't for like, a while. he stays out of the press. Like he doesn't, he was only like around when they were dating. And then like, he's like, bye-bye. I guess I'm like out of here. Scott like does everything he can to stay in the press. You know, he's dating like Hamlin daughter who of course got herself involved in this as well, but we won't get there yet. This was just Eunice sharing a screenshot of his DMs in which Scott Disick was like being rude to Kourtney Kardashian like is she okay is she okay it's like babe she's like happy without your mm-hmm. ass like mind mm-hmm. your business you know yeah you're right it is funny that like Eunice didn't try to like parlay his brief not really Kardashian adjacency into something bigger he's just still no. modeling he's always just been a model and he's still no. modeling he's just a model and so this came out and everybody was like oh this is like such a bad look which like if you thought that Scott Disick this, if you thought this was below Scott Disick you haven't been paying attention and then of course a few days later Scott Disick's girlfriend the Hamlin Hamlin daughter Amelia wore a t-shirt that said don't you have a girlfriend as to be like I'm in on the joke right it's like don't you have your own girlfriend to like Like, why do you care about your ex yeah right 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 so we have these two stories and they're related okay I'm actually gonna go backwards as to how it is in the doc so Summer Walker went on Instagram live okay long Instagram live it's still uploaded to her 
It's kind uh, of like an iconic TV. monologue. We can't it's, play it all because it's so long, but it's kind of this like incredible performance piece in a way. We can't play it all. It begins with her like finishing brushing her teeth. She's in the bathroom and then she puts the f- camera upright and then like gives this long monologue to the other exes of London on the track, who is her ex and the father of her child. It's very 12 bums. Exactly. It's 12 bums. She has one refrain that she repeats over and over again. And then at one point, she goes away from the camera and repeats it to a little bit of improvised choreo. And it sounds like this. Leave me alone. Leave me alone, bro. Leave me alone. She's telling these women, leave me alone. Leave me alone. It reminds me of Kevin McAllister in Home Alone. I'm living alone. I'm living alone. (laughs) So she's yelling at these women, Ebony and Erica Racine. I could not figure out Ebony's last name, but Ebony and Erica Racine each have a child with London on track. And she's like, London sucks. The two of you are so fucking annoying. You're constantly (laughs) getting in my business. I don't want anything to do with the two of you anymore. Like, please leave me alone. That is what she says. She repeats herself over and over again for like six minutes. And you kind of feel for her. You're like, yeah, because she's the most famous one in the equation. She refers to them as clout chasers. People are also saying Summer Walker has no right to be mad at these women, too, and that she's probably lying. But whatever. Me, I was like, you know what? I'm Team Summer here. She's giving me a very convincing argument. Well, she's also, like, being entertaining. We're, like, entertained entertaining. She's by this thing. But, it's right, fine. like, they're all kind of in the same boat. Like, they should really be, like, on each other's teams here. But we don't right. know how they're bothering her. They don't know what we don't know what they're saying. We only know Summer's Maybe she's trying to separate herself from the whole thing because it's, like, toxic. And maybe they're still involved with him in some way and she doesn't want to be involved with him. Which makes total sense. And also, Ebony was going on Instagram being like, don't believe what Summer says. So, like, Ebony's side of the story is obviously Summer is lying and Summer is not the victim that she makes herself seem. Meanwhile, London on the track is just like, please stop talking about me. This is ridiculous. Also, Summer calls calls him a deadbeat dad. That's one of the major points that Ebony has a problem with because she's like, London is a great dad. And here's proof that London is a great dad. And then London is like, please don't call me a deadbeat dad. Everyone who knows me knows that I'm a very present and active father. Okay. So basically it's a lot of mudslinging, but Summer does it in the most entertaining way. I'm team Summer. Summer's the winner. And then I was just doing a little more Googling about Summer Walker and like, what wasn't there something about Summer that we were going to talk about and then we didn't on the show? Oh, right. In August, she wrote, if you're vaccinated, please stay away from me. And I was like, well, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, damn, Summer. Okay. Well, you know what? No, maybe I don't give a shit about your music. Exactly. <laughs> Which takes me here. Speaking of unvaccinated celebrities, Miles oh, Teller. Miles fucking Teller. Allegedly. And I, we, I feel like we could talk about him, even though he's like, I guess, them, a them. This is... Is he a them? I feel like he's a who. Let's call him a who. Let's keep him a who like for a the sake who. of this thing. He acts like a who. He's friends with Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers. Like, he's definitely a who, okay? He's dating... What's her name? What's her name? Not Violetta, Kylie, the other one. Kaylee. He married Kaylee. her. Kaylee. 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 Kelly. It goes by Kelly. Right. That's Oh, she, it's Keely, but it's pronounced Kelly. It looks Kelly. like Keely, but it's pronounced Kelly. We talked about her. Remember, he got into that fight in Hawaii. We thought she was heir to the LL Bean fortune or something. Sperry, <laughs> Sperry, yes, Sperry. We thought she was. She, we thought she was the Sperry as in shoes, but she's Sperry as in just I'm rich. God, wow, our, we've been through so many stupid things. So Miles Teller is filming the Godfather show for Paramount Plus. Stop casting this fool. Like, just because he has like a doughy face doesn't mean you need to cast him in everything. Like, what the fuck? The Daily Mail publishes this like extremely viral and shocking report that not only is Miles Teller not vaccinated, according to the sources, he wouldn't even get the required tests where I guess the set was like, look, if you're not going to get vaccinated, you have to get tested every single day. And Mm -hmm. he didn't want to do that again, allegedly, according to these sources. And then he got COVID. Turns out he wasn't vaccinated, wouldn't even get tests, gets COVID. They have to shut down production after it start, like it just started shooting. This was totally to leaked by okay. somebody on the Someone production on the thing. too. This was to- or the studio even because they're like, we're gonna have delays, we're gonna have money stuff, and we want people to know exactly why, you know. But now we have because it says Miles Teller is not vaccinated. He would not even get the test. Now he's brought the virus to the set, and the whole set had to be shut down. This is reported. But the Daily Mail, before publishing, they obviously reach out to his publicist. And the publicist's quote is, your facts are incorrect. That's it. Mm. So it's mm. like, well, which facts? But they shut down the set. Exactly. And then Paramount didn't name names. They just said, out of an abundance of caution, we have temporarily halted production. We will continue to follow all safety protocols and monitor the situation closely. 
Hmm. But apparently it's back. They're back. Apparently on, they're it's back. back. So Daily Mail, they sent someone to go to his house in L.A. to like ask, like, do you have COVID, I guess? And they bu- they buzzed his buzzer and they were like, hey, can we talk to Miles Teller and ask if he has COVID? And the person on the other end of the buzzer said, Miles Teller doesn't live here. But <gasps> what they didn't know was that there was a UPS slip on the buzzer that said, sorry, we missed you, M. Teller. M. Teller. <laughs> Wait, this is very reminiscent of the Wendy, of the Williams, Wendy Williams thing. It's the Wendy Williams thing. When they said she didn't live here, but then her name was like on the... In um, the mailbox. In the mailbox. It was inside on the, the mailbox. Mail. Daily yeah. Mail loves to like check your mail. God, if you're ever... If they're ever investigating about you, you gotta, you gotta move your mail. They're gonna fucking check your mail. This is the thing that a friend of mine told me over the weekend after this broke and... It's like stuck with me. And I told you this too. My default is that a celebrity is unvaccinated unless they have explicitly talked about getting vaccinated. <laughs> and I think that that's the truth. I think that that's the truth. If you haven't said that... you've gotten vaccinated, I think that you're not vaccinated. And look who he went to Hawaii. Who were his best friends? Aaron Rodgers. You're saying and Shailene Woodley. Woodley. Aaron unvaccinated. Well, she like eats clay. Of course she's unvaccinated. My guess is that all of them are vaccinated. <laughs> right? Yeah, but just like think about your faves, think about like some A-lister celebrities and start making a little Excel spreadsheet as to whether or not they've mentioned being vaccinated and you will notice some interesting omissions. You're making an Excel spreadsheet over there? What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? She put on a busty display and exposed her trim midriff and plunging black cardigan at Diane Warren's birthday bash in LA. There are no photos of the actual bash, which is sad. I wanted to see the inside. But, but there's there are photos, photos of getting... Rita entering the bash, yes. which is the only thing that we need in terms of this podcast. And she looks incredible. They're so tight now that she's going to her birthday party. Well, you know, I mean, she did the song for her. Incredible song. They're friends. Rita's nothing if not a good, like, social friend you know like mm-hmm. friend socially she's great to have at a party and even diane warren is aware of that she's turning 65 today so the birthday was before her birthday but it's for her 65th birthday which is on happy Tuesday. birthday diane warren i didn't see a huge number of celebrity photos from this party but like she has so many famous friends everyone knows diane warren you know of course she does okay next we have two very unconfirmed things so i'm just going to put them right next to each other rita ora and taika watiti spark engagement rumors after six months of dating she like put a flame emoji over her ring finger uh-huh. as though it was like covering up something as if it was cu- which is okay rita and then also she was offered according to the daily mail she was offered one million dollars to return to the voice next year as a record as record high ratings result in the coaches wanting bigger salaries so the the voice in australia had a big year and they're saying rita had a lot to do with it mm-hmm. and also the other coaches as well and so they're off they're asking for a million dollars so they all which, want money i believe it they had a bit there was a lot of like maybe the press was over exaggerating how good it was but there was a lot of talk about the mm-hmm. uh, the voice this year she went braless in a flannel shirt and denim underwear and these gigantic boots this was for the music video but she looks like a character from like a grand theft auto 5 like cartoon it's not great <laughs> she's wearing a denim diaper thing like it's not a good look it's one of her worst looks of all time i will say yeah and speaking of the voice australia fans mock rita ora's unusual frock comparing it to a loofah and joking that the singer looks like she's dressed as a fart which <laughs> is a little harsh capitalizing fart is funny like i will laugh if fart is in all caps mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and what's this last one so what happened was she was on The Voice. She was one of the people who picked this one group, G Nation, over someone named Sean Fuller. Mm-hmm. And fans were saying, again, this was them using, making a story out of tweets. So I'm going to quote, Judge Rita Ora incurred the wrath of viewers as she chose the girl group G Nation to stay on her team for the finals. Left in the dust was singer Sean Fuller, who has become a fan favorite, but has now been dumped from the show. Those watching at home are less than impressed with the decision as many posted their anger to Twitter. One viewer didn't mince words, writing, I am gobsmacked. Rita, you are an idiot. I am so disappointed. <laughs> Wait, so, but she, clearly people are paying attention because she's going to get a million dollars next year. They don't, they're watching, you know? They're watching. 
So she's getting more money. Rita Ora getting more money and wearing weirder clothes and potentially marrying Taika Waititi if they get fucking married. I'm going incognito with Lindsay. We are somehow going to get on this catering staff. Going to wear some prosthetics. We're going to serve some canapes. No, we're going to be fucking invited. Are you kidding? At this point, the amount of press that I have given this woman over the past five years, we are getting invited. Her PR people who are all listening to this as they do every week, we are getting invited to this wedding. And if you don't invite us, we are going to throw a fit. If you don't invite us, we're ending the segment. How about that for a threat? You're right. That's true. You're right. That's actually if a great If you don't invite us, we're plan. ending the segment. The segment is dead and buried. Okay? Bye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye, segment. <laughs> Bye, bitch. Bye, And mom. then how else will you be able to do your job if we're not tracking Rita Ora for you every week? How else? Yeah. You have to track her yourself. How's that? We don't make threats on this podcast, but guess what? Now we do. Thank you for listening to our another episode of Who Weekly. Um, you better buy a fucking ticket for our tour. No. Only we if you want to. On this podcast. Uh, again, vaccinations required at our show. No, buy a ticket. Buy a ticket what if you shit? want to. Why would you buy a ticket? I don't want to threaten I don't anyone. care if come they if want, want to, to or not. Just come. Support us on Patreon.com slash Weekly for bonus episodes and more. Thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's for providing our theme song, which we may not use if they don't invite us to this wedding anymore. The Rita theme song. <laughs> And call in at 619 who them to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show. Bye. Have a good week. Hey.